And do we want to introduce it or just start the conversation with your nah, questions? No, nah, we're going to start uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> hey, bro, let's get into this thing. It's Demasi and Michael just talking tech. So the first thing I saw, Mike, was the uh, the email you sent out where you were inviting people to come beta test the the, the WordPress course. So kind of what, you know, one, what, what spurred that particular email that went out to your list and then kind of what's going on today because it seems i think i've right. made some changes since then so i was a couple of weeks ago sitting around thinking man what can i do to bring awareness to what i have to the products and services that i can offer for those who don't know back in 2015 in october i put a wordpress with a blind guy course out there uh talked Pretty much, it was 19 videos, 20 videos, something like that, walking people through how to build your WordPress site, getting it authenticated with WordPress, or getting it authenticated with Google being in Pinterest, and um, the basics of themes and plugins. And I put all those videos in a paid memberships pro website using a plugin that I don't remember the name of off the top of my head. If I can find it before we write the show notes, I'll link it. Uh, that let me cut out all of the headers and footers of my website. So all they seen was the videos for the specific lesson that they were on and a next link and a previous link that I manually coded in. So I went and built my own custom solution and it was clunky and not the best solution but it worked it got the job done and uh people went and they paid for the wordpress training but i kind of left alone for a while because people only gave me a little bit of feedback uh and i said so what's the best way i can get as much feedback as possible and on a thursday i sent an email we'll include it uh in the show notes the message that i actually sent the link will take you to the paid course itself you might want to get on the mailing list just in case i get a wild hair up my ass and do this again in the future but i sent an email that said hey if you're interested <laughs> in trying out the course that people have paid me for in the past then definitely go here and uh sign up but in exchange, I need feedback from you, and I want reviews. Okay, so I might have forgot to mention that I want reviews in the original email, but I'm going to tell the people here pretty soon that I want reviews, because that's something that I, I didn't think about when I originally did this as an added benefit. And that's the thing, when you do something, you might realize that there's extra benefits to doing that after you start doing it. So I sent that email out to um, the blind BST mailing list, which is a buy, sell, trade list. I sent that email out to my personal mailing list, and I sent that email out to, I think, two other blindness tech-related lists. After the weekend, I did put a deadline on it Sunday night that the doors would close. Uh, we ended up with 51 new students, and I've already gotten one, two, three, four pieces of feedback in a Google form form that we put together. Nice Google Forms, man. That's something else we should talk about, too. The Google Form that I put together that I sent to people, well, to the students using ConvertKit, had one question on it, literally. I don't even ask them for their name or their email because I don't, I don't care who's giving me the feedback. Uh, I put it together, and I think it says, what are your thoughts? I'll, I'll go look and get the wording of the form itself. But it says, what are your thoughts on the course, and what feedback do you have for it? And then they hit submit, and it thanks them, and it adds it to that Google form, and I can go look at those re results and then make changes based on that feedback, which one of the things was, Michael, the first thing I don't, I don't understand right when I get into the course, 
what are you what are you doing like the very first thing is a video there's no introduction to it uh there's no precursor to the content what should i already know before i get in and that told me that the people that were signing up are people who know nothing about domain names so i went and i created a introduction page and then a definitions page and we talked about domain names in a podcast episode so i gave a brief definition of domain names and then under that definition i included a link to the podcast episode that people can listen to where to you and i is chatting more about domain names and then they can get a more in-depth knowledge of it so uh let, let's let's unpack a little bit more of that so first you you sent people a uh you, you sent this out to several different places one your mailing list that you have uh with your convert kit subscribers uh again mike is right you should go sign up for the list because uh mike does randomly weird shit sometimes you know? <laughs> Uh, which could lead to you know big things for you if you know about it when it happens. Uh, if you're hearing about it right. after the fact, like right now, yeah, you missed it. A so, couple weeks later, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you did that. You sent it out to the blind BST list, uh, a couple other lists. So when you got these people that signed up, uh, first question I have, or or one thing I want to note. So as they were signing up for this, were they getting tagged by ConvertKit so that you could easily reach out to those specific people who signed up? So it's funny you you asked me about that. At first, I didn't think about doing that. So what I was doing is I was sending people straight to a Thinkific landing page. So Thinkific is the LMS or learning management system that I love using. And one of the features that they offer is a landing page. And I went and I changed the price to $0. So I made it a free course. And then I went into Thinkific and grabbed the link directly to that course. And then I went over to Rebrandly and rebranded it to payo.link slash WP course, and then I sent it out to all of the mailing lists that you had previously mentioned. And when someone clicked on that, they would go and they'd see what was included in the course and that it was free and they could sign up. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning, I did not have any tags implemented because I didn't think about it, I guess. I, I don't know why I didn't do it. So Saturday afternoon, I connected my convert kit to Thinkific, and then I added a WordPress beta member tag to the uh, individuals who enrolled in the course. What I did then, which is kind of problematic with Thinkific, and I have to record them a video because they don't quite understand what I'm talking about, which happens sometimes, uh, but... What I did is I ended up exporting all of the students that had enrolled from Thursday to Saturday morning into a CSV file and then imported it into that tag in ConvertKit. So I do have all my students within that tag. But the problem that I ran into with Thinkific is when you're in their new user view, if you are trying to do an advanced search, you can see the options, for example, has paid or is enrolled in those conditional statements. You can see them with voiceover, but voiceover sees that button as one entire row. And so you can't click on any of the individual options to sort it by that option. So I will be honest, I did use cited assistance because you do run into that with the export dialogue as well. They ask you what courses people are enrolled in and you have to select them. And uh, I am chatting with the Thinkific team to try to get that worked out. But that's how I have them managed within ConvertKit and Thinkific. So you said the first piece of feedback you got uh, was, you know, what what are you doing? 
<laughs> lost. You <laughs> yeah. just jumped straight into the video content. So what was the first video or what is the, or yeah, well, I guess what was the first video uh, that people were getting to when they first came in? The first video that people were getting the very first time that I did this course before I moved over to Thinkific, because uh, there was a transition period that I forgot about went from WordPress to Thinkific, where I kind of did a slight redesign. But before I moved over to Thinkific, the very first video was a introduction to what web hosting and domain names was. That that's what it was, just telling people what those were. And then when I moved over to Thinkific, and the first video that people got when they signed up was a how to navigate this course, which I can actually see how that would have been confusing because cool you're showing me how to navigate this course but what the hell am i navigating so uh and that that provided me a bit of feedback and now that it's a more now that i'm not just adding video lessons but i'm adding text lessons with videos embedded and that's important to think about when you're using thinkific is if you use text lessons you can embed audio and embed video and embed pdf links or links to other resources in that text lesson now you can't do vice versa you can't have a video lesson and add text to it and it took me a little while to figure that out and so that's one of the reasons why i'm going back and redesigning everything is because i'm taking the video content that's already in the library adding text that helps fill in the fill in the blanks because yeah i was going to go in and re-record all the video content but i said why do that i'll just go in and add text that fills in the blanks that were there in the videos and then leverage those videos as additional content or turn them into audios since almost all my uh students right now are blind even though i thought that it might have been educators of blind students who would be taking the course i don't know why i thought that at first but that's why i originally created videos yeah I think you may have been thinking uh, toward future, or at least yeah. my speculation is toward future products uh, outside of WordPress. So, I mean, getting to practice in with the WordPress course made sense, first of all. Uh, secondly, yeah, you're probably thinking about other stuff that you wanted to do uh, mm -hmm. that would make sense. Because, yeah, practically speaking, there's not too many teachers of the blind that are uh, sighted in are going to go <laughs> build their own fucking website. That's probably not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know of them, I need to meet them. So, leave us a comment or shoot us a message on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So any other feedback that you've gotten thus far that you want to share with everybody else right now and, and kind of what, what sort of effect it, it's had or, or, you know, what what strategy you deploy since hearing the feedback? Really, the feedback is, you know, that, that they didn't know where they were going and that told me that I need to redesign the course and make it a multimedia course instead of just a single media video course, which uh, I guess I thought a multimedia course was a video course, but when you're only doing video, it's only a single media course. Uh, and then uh, the, the other feedback that people had that I received not specifically during this beta test, but with my original beta members was, Michael, I have this website. How do I get visitors to it? And that's what a lot of people ask. So the other thing that I threw in, and I have to put it together because it's not put together, it probably will be. Actually, I know it will be by the time you guys hear this podcast episode, uh, but is a syndication Facebook group. So if I go publish a podcast episode, I will post it in the syndication Facebook group for other people to go in and they can take a look at the content and then they can leave comments. And of course, it's a reciprocal system. So uh, if Demasi goes and posts a link, then we expect Demasi is going to go and engage on someone else's link. So that way people will feel inspired to go engage on his link. And it's a community concept that I've 
thrown around for a while. And when people ask me, Michael, how do I get traffic to my website? That's the first concept that comes to mind is, is an exclusive uh, syndication group. Makes sense. Makes sense. So uh, now this sort of leads me into another thing. So since people have been like, well, I went through your course and I got the site up and, you know, I feel great about it. How do I get people to come over here? Uh, have you thought about one, maybe extending the WordPress course to cover that uh, or two, uh, providing a, a, a package that uh, would give people how to build their site, uh, how to set up mailing lists with ConvertKit and how to build traffic? So the process when a student completes the course is that they are introduced to the ConvertKit course. And right now that course is valued or priced or whatever term you want to use to define that word at $97. And it's just videos put in a course walking people through building out a basic ConvertKit campaign. Because once you have your website, the next in my opinion, logical thing to do before you start generating traffic is to build an email list. So that way you have something to do with the traffic that you're generating your website. If I would have figured that out a couple of years ago and actually listened to that advice, then I wouldn't have spent so much damn time trying to figure out how to generate traffic uh, to a website that didn't have any way to capture people's information from that traffic. Uh, so they'll get access to that info, that course. And they're encouraged to go check out the free material that's also available on the blog and podcast. And then I do not have a traffic course. The third course that I've been thinking about creating is the Thinkific course, which actually has videos, again, in place. But I want to redesign it like I want to redesign the other two courses. But I think traffic is a great fourth course to add to the um to add to the mixture, because right now I've been focusing on WordPress. ConvertKit and Thinkific and traffic is the fourth thing missing. So thanks for that advice. I mean, alternatively, you could, you know, throw people some links as they're learning how to build their email list, you know, provide some resources mm -hmm. uh, for for uh, traffic. You know, you know like here, here's some tips. Here's some tips, you know, on how to build your traffic, uh, but also. Uh, maybe you subscribe to the, you know, pay on club and you get one-on-one uh, -on -one help with me teaching you as, as this landscape evolves uh, in traffic building and legitimate traffic building, right? Cause it's, it's easy to get, you know, yeah. shitty traffic. Uh, yep. So, so and Google is constantly tweaking things. Uh, uh, SEO is constantly being tweaked. So, you know, sign up for the pay on club. And now you're in here where you get, you know, some one-on-one -on -one time with me, or you get some group uh, or you have access to, you know, my evolving. That are yeah. That are actually generating traffic that are going through this. Uh, so as things change, you're, you're, you're always on the ball, right? If I learn something new, it's going to come right back to the club. Whereas if you're not in the club, <laughs> I'm not going to be that motivated to share. It with there you, you go. <laughs> Unless you're in the club. I mean, you'll, you'll get it through content, uh, Content, content content eventually yeah you'll get it through you know some free content eventually but you know my motivation is really going to be to take care of the people that are inside the club right because one they're financially 
uh, I'm financially responsible to them. Uh, secondly, I know that they're taking this seriously, right? So um, that that's where my effort is going first. Eventually, you're going to get some information out there to you, you know, probably on a podcast or on a blog post as I explain this cool thing. But the detail won't be there, right? You won't get the detail. You won't get all the the, the, the extra bits. You're just going to get a big picture uh, for free, which is, you know, a, a good strategy to employ if you don't really want to put together a course. Uh and, you know, bullshitting here with Demasi, having conversations with other people is definitely a great way to figure out sometimes when you're stuck on things. Because I'll be honest, I was valuing the club around having access to the courses that I didn't feel the value of the courses were there. And so I wasn't passionate about selling access to the club. But if you value the club around the access to the knowledge that I'm acquiring and the other people are acquiring, because it's not just myself, but the people are sharing. And then you provide the courses to teach people how to perform the tasks that they need to do to leverage that knowledge they're getting in the club as a bonus. It totally flips it around. It makes the club even more valuable than, than originally thought. So I, I am glad that we had this conversation today and that we're recording it, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I had to double check. Yeah, we are just, just to make sure because <laughs> that was a good conversation, right? That was terrible. Oh, it's God. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's sort of that's sort of some of the value that I that I can see uh, with the club is because uh, see, here's the thing, right? You're 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 changing your sort of your your approach to business and what you're able to do. You don't want to tie yourself to having to produce courses in order to yes. continue to add value to that club right and that's yes. essentially what you started out doing where now i gotta keep creating courses and like i may not really want to keep doing this or i've learned about something new and different in a different way of doing business a different way of approaching business a different way that i can help empower you with your business uh i want to be able to share that with you not create a course on it because it doesn't make sense to create a course on it. like it's just gonna change right. two weeks you know by the time i'm done with the course <laughs> you know the whole landscape has changed you know, and again, being able to have a space where people can have these type of conversations amongst themselves as well uh, is another value that's added. Right. Because it's not as if, you know, uh, it's it's a well, I, I guess you, you, you could create a Facebook group. This could be done. This is being done inside of Facebook groups. Uh, but to the extent that it's generally sort of an add on feature to some other service that you're paying for. Right. So you're providing people with, you know, access to your knowledge as you learn it, uh, as you're researching, you find things that work. Hey, this is coming right back to you. Uh, and then they also, you know, you give them the added benefit of having, uh, you know, access to the courses that you build. So if you you know, decide, well, Hey, I've taught this to people several times, or I answer this question, you know, four or five times, I'm just going to record like a little mini course on it to put it out there for, right. you know, whatever price you may want to sell it to individuals for, but then they have access to that inside of the course as well, as well as, you know, again, the ability to have conversations amongst themselves uh, about what's going on, what's working, what's not working in, in, in building that sort of brain trust. Uh, you are, uh, you know, you create a Slack group or, or Slack work. Geez, Slack is fucking crazy. I think Facebook is better right now. Or, or Facebook. And I, group. I kind of feel like I want to I want to punch myself in the face for saying that, but I really think Facebook is better right now. <laughs> well, I, I sort of so I can't really argue that point because I've seen a lot of people switch to that tried Slack that have switched to a Facebook 
thing uh facebook groups most a lot of people are already in facebook right so you're not forcing yep. them to kind of learn something new uh with right. slack and you know as as i've clearly stated you know slack can be a bitch sometimes Demasi, as you might already know if people go on over to pan.club they'll get taken over to a facebook group you can ask ask for access to the facebook group and right now uh, i will message you and we can chat about how to get you in there we'll figure something out uh, but i i don't know if that that probably that process probably will change by the time people hear this podcast episode. Um, and if you have any questions about it, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-A-N. Demasi, do you have any other questions for me about uh, the course, about offering the course for free? Uh, not, not, not really at this point. I mean, is that, that's kind of, are you, so are that's you ever, yeah, that's where you're at right now is, is offering for free. So, you know, stick around Hey, you guys go sign up for Mike's list. Cause you know, who knows? <laughs> Tell you, Mike does some random stuff, man, with his list. He, he just, you know, he has an idea and he thinks it's awesome. Uh, and sometimes it is. Sometimes he has to rethink it and re re-strategize. But, you know, he goes with it. He runs with it. So go over to yourownpay.com slash DM29 for this episode. Uh, until next time, as he's Payon on Twitter at P-A-Y-O-W-N. I'm at Damasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E. We'll catch you guys next time. You've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today. We're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. The Your Own Pay Podcast, yourownpay.com.